it's interesting because we're kind of recording these episodes like the Avengers films. <laughs> Those Avengers films were being filmed back to back. And now we're doing these two episodes back to back. It feels, you know, it feels, feels right. Appropriate. Yeah, feels appropriate. appropriate. I'll be back. Julian. We're home. Are you not entertained? My name is Bob. James Bond. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. My name is Nero Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. I'm a doctor, not a doorstop. I see dead people. Is this city Alpha 5? You are a toy! This is Retake, a show about enjoying the cinematic arts. That includes new films, old films, films set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and pretty much any cinematic entertainment that we feel like we want to talk about. I'm TJ, and I'm here to put the hammer down. And joining me today to talk about Thor Ragnarok is, once again, the incredible, amazing Hulk Tim Smith. Hello. How are you? Hi. I'm good. It's like we, we haven't talked in at least uh, 15 or 20 seconds. Yeah, it's been forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, in the previous episode, we talked about a Marvel trailer, Avengers Infinity War. But leading up to the Infinity War is this film, this little film. It made a little bit of money, I'm sure. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Um, and this film stars Chris Hemsworth, Tom Hiddleston, Kate Blanchett, Idris Elba, Jeff Goldblum, Tessa Thompson, Carl Urban, Mark Ruffalo, and Anthony Hopkins. Um, and so um, in Thor Ragnarok, um, Thor is imprisoned on the other side of the universe without his mighty hammer, and he finds himself in a race against time to get back to Asgard and stop Ragnarok, the destruction of his home world, and the end of Asgardian civilization at the hands of an all-powerful new threat, the ruthless Hela. But first, he must survive a deadly gladiatorial contest that pits him against his for former ally and fellow Avenger, the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Tim, do you have any opening statements about this film? Well, I, I I did want to say that every time you say this movie probably made a little bit of money, I, I it feels <laughs> like every time you say that, you go on to tell us how it made billions of, of dollars. That is a good point. <laughs> and uh, I'm so out of practice for doing these podcasts that I don't have that figure right in front of me. And I'm furiously oh, that's looking okay. it up. I can, I can um, talk while you search. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll say this. So my opening statements is – I, I I don't think that there's any question about it. I mean, it's it's kind of become the norm that we only talk about movies that we really like on this show. So oh, yeah. you can obviously tell that I already like this movie. There were a lot of things that I liked about it. I, I think that the uh, take on Thor felt very fresh. I mm -hmm. did not really like either the first Thor or Thor the Dark World. I did think that the Dark World was a little bit better than the first one, um, but not by much, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm glad that they have come to terms with the fact that Natalie Portman does not want to be part of the MCU and got her the hell out. Um, <laughs> and one of the things that I think was just excellent about this film was the music. I mean, uh, the the whole feeling of the film feels very like '80s and and um, kind of kind of you know reminiscent of Stranger Things, to be honest with you. Some some yeah, of the music, yeah. 
and I loved it. It it worked so well. I, I think they did a, a, an excellent job with it. Yeah, that was thanks to the wonderful work of Mark Mothersbaugh, who also did the Lego Movie. Oh, um, so so that so you can kind of you can kind of see a through line there once you connect those yeah. dots. <laughs> um, yeah, he did a fantastic job. Uh, that that figure that we were looking yeah. for worldwide is eight hundred and eighteen million dollars. Wow. So it hasn't made a billion, yeah. but like it's not an Avengers film. It's just you know it's one of the Avengers. Yeah. But but that's pretty close. It did, it's it's the most any Thor movie's ever made, and it's 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 way up there yeah. in terms of the individual. I films. mean, if they offered me a billion dollars, or and then they said, "Oh, you know what? We can actually only give you eight hundred and eighteen million. I would say oh, you, it's you'd okay. be hulking out, man. You'd be throwing stuff across. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, like, "Give me my billion." Yeah, I'd be like, oh, "It's okay, it's okay. I'll take I'll <laughs> oh, take your eight hundred okay. million." Okay. All right, I'll take your word for it. I I don't even know like what I want to see what eight hundred eighteen million dollars looks like in. Uh, I don't know, $1,000 bills. I'd like to see what that looks like in a room. I would, yeah. I'd like to know one day. It's just the personal dream of mine. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're making some – they're making a little bit of money on these films. Um, and, and this film, like you say, deservedly so. Now, I don't feel as strongly about the previous Thor films as you do. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I will say that the first Thor film was you know, just the side of a dumpster fire, but it wasn't <laughs> quite a dumpster fire. It it just wasn't great. Okay. Like and, and, and that's I usually say that's in comparison with the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If you just took it on its own, eh, sure, it's fine. But it, it it was missing something that most other Marvel films have. Really, I think the only Marvel film I dislike more than that one would be um uh Iron Man Two, which is a raging dumpster fire. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, the original Thor, not great. I I thought Thor the Dark World had its merits, and I especially thought that the the potential that they could have had with Loki being blown is what really, I think, drug that film down. Okay. Um, that was my, That's my take on it. And, you know, I am sad that Jane is not in Thor Ragnarok uh, just because what? I like Natalie Portman. Okay. Uh, hear me out. I like Natalie Portman, and I thought she was great as Jane, but I do agree that she um, – she probably would have drugged the film down. So I have mixed feelings about it. Let's put it that okay. way. And and like you say, I guess I guess she doesn't want to be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's I mean that's our differing opinions. And and I know we usually agree when we get on the mic. So this is new <laughs> for us. <laughs> no, but I, I I think that that's what it comes down to. I I I personally know I, I had I had known it it was widely talked about the fact that she wasn't all that fond of being in these films. So I, I think I'm I'm I think that's the reason why I'm glad they just came to terms with it, you know, and uh, yeah, didn't didn't address it anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. Well, moving on from that, um, you know, it took three form three four three forms took three films to get the tone of Thor. But boy, did they nail yeah. it. <laughs> and, you know, I've heard some talk, not a lot because most people praise this film, but I've heard some talk about how this film is way too uh Heavy on the the humor and it's too light on plot and substance. And uh, to them, I say we're here to start a revolution as long as someone shows up. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is easily, like you said, it's easily the best film in the franchise by a pretty wide margin. Yeah. Like you know, it, uh, it's, it's a chasm, a gaping chasm, like like the Grand Canyon. That's how big, big of a gap we're yeah, talking about here. I, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, it gives us a lot of humor, um, but it does, I think it does have substance and weight where it's appropriate. But I think it realizes what kind of film it is. It, it realizes where, where I think that sometimes uh, superhero films, <coughs> DC, <coughs> can, can really get bogged down in with the weight of their own 
uh, they feel like they're so important, and what's happening is the biggest thing that's ever happened in the world. Right. And 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 like, no, this film knows. Look, we're just a comic book movie, and we're here to have fun. So we're gonna have fun. Yeah. And I love that about this movie. This is a fantastic movie. Yeah. And I, I think they got the tone right even from the beginning. Like the the moment that that he starts telling this story, and you're like, who is he talking to? And he ends and. It, He's talking to a skeleton, you know, yeah, in, in yeah. this cage that he's oh, in. Oh, that was great. It was amazing. Uh, yeah. I, and then later when, um, you know, he, he's then talking to, oh, what's this dude's name? The the giant uh, red dude. What was his name? Uh, giant red dude. Yes. Um, not sure. Um, Dang, man. I, I, it, I'm totally blanking. But anyway, you know how he's in this chain and he's rotating right so as he's telling the story he's like oh wait a second let me come back you know i just think the the humor was really well done uh in in all of this movie i didn't feel that there were any jokes that to me felt flat necessarily sorter i think sorter there we go sorter yeah oh my goodness that that only took forever (laughs) i I suppose you should you feel worse because he's like a comic book character and you should know his name yeah yeah i I should know who he is okay okay yeah, yeah. So um, I was. I'm sorry. I, I have a hard time looking things up and listening. With so, what, what were you saying? Sorry. <laughs> so what I was saying is, I feel like they got the humor right from the For beginning. Sure. Yep. In in his cage when he's talking to the skeleton, and then when mm-hmm. he drops mm-hmm. through the change, and he's talking to Surter. Surter is trying to tell him, you know, how he's going to, de- you know, destroy Asgard, and he's going to cause Ragnarok. And and there's a joke there where he's you know, not facing him because of the chain. And it's just, yes. it lands yep. very well. Uh, oh, it and, was amazing. And I, yeah, didn't, it was great. I didn't feel like any of the humor in the movie fell flat. It was very well-timed to me. <sighs> I, one or two of the humor, humorous moments did for me, but I don't, it was so not, it so didn't matter that I don't even remember what they were. I just remember thinking, huh, I feel like I was supposed to laugh at that. And I was just not, <laughs> but it was only like once or twice. And for a movie as humorous as this one, that's a pretty good, um, yeah. Batting average, in my opinion. Yeah, those are good statistics. Uh, yeah, because because most of the time when I go into a humorous movie, there's going to be you know a lot of jokes that don't land, and this one it felt like a comic comedy. Yeah, and, and I would say ninety nine percent of all the jokes they told landed in spectacularly. I don't know about the theater that you were in, but the one that I was in, like they, these, these everybody was in stitches, yeah. like just the entire time almost, and it was it, it, it was great. The best line, hands down, though. And and I know that we saw it over and over in the trailers was we we're you know, we know each other. He's a friend from work. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that that line is just so good. Doesn't matter how many times I've listened to it. I laugh every time. Uh, in fact, I, I felt that whole scene uh, of them in in the uh, in in the arena, I guess it would be called the arena um, mm. for these battles i don't even know what they're called but uh i i thought all of those jokes were just so funny and and the look on loki's face is just so good too oh um, yeah priceless yeah. when he sees when he sees the um <laughs> hulk walking into the ring he's yeah. like, i have to get out of here you know yeah. and he's like yes that's what that feels like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and even when they weren't being completely you know humorous they were still using humor to make a point like like when when odin says to thor what are you the god of hammers? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it wasn't compl- it wasn't like laugh out loud moment, but it was like it was humor, but it was like proving a point. And they use that humor to drive home the point and the character growth that the character needed. Yeah, it really it 
finally struck that tone that Thor has really just been missing. And and we saw it like we saw a glimpse into this when Joss Whedon wrote Thor's lines, right? When he when Joss Whedon was writing Thor in in Avengers, yeah. And you know when when he says, "Be careful how you speak about my brother because he is of Asgard," yeah. you know, and and he's like, uh, "Well, he killed eighty men," and then Thor's like, "He's he adopted." adopted. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's a sort of humor we that, like they yeah. just took that humor and they said, "You know what? That was when Thor worked the best. Let's just take that humor and make a whole film out of that sort of writing." Yeah, and I I think it also is a testament to the. Uh, the comedic side that Chris Hemsworth has. I mean, he has it oh, in him to be funny and still play this very uh, kind of serious character at the same time. I mean, he he's he's a god, right? But at yeah, the same time, god. yeah, little G, not big G. Um, sure, yeah. But at the same time, he he's so funny. You know, I think I think it's really um, it's really well done, not only on the on the writing. But I think it was also it's also a very good exploitation of of Chris Hemsworth's skills. Yeah. Well, just take the scenes where the humor is almost secondary and you're just in stitches about it because you come back to Earth and he's like doing this serious thing. And some people show up and like, oh, can we take a selfie? And right. he's just like, oh, yeah. And he just does the whole, you know, peace sign. He's like, like this, yeah. you know, whatever. And like, and, but it's almost like they just sort of skimmed right by that. But it was so hilarious. And you're just in stitches the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and that is a completely attributable to – like like that scene, and many like it, would not have worked with somebody other than Chris Hemsworth yeah. because the way Hemsworth is able to pull off the comedic timing is just incredible. Yeah. And who knew he had it in him like in, in that in that way, you know? Yeah. I've, I, just, I don't think I've ever seen Chris Hemsworth do that before. Yeah. I, I mean some people say that he was really funny in uh, the new Ghostbusters. I didn't I didn't oh, yeah. watch the new Ghostbusters, so I, I, I don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I've heard countless people say that that was really, um, you know, a place for him to shine comedically. But I, I really do think that Thor Ragnarok is another place where Chris, Chris Hemsworth really shines comedically. I, I also really love the scenes that they share with Doctor Strange. Um, mm-hmm. I, I again, I didn't watch Doctor Strange, but uh, I, I really enjoyed seeing him in this movie. I, I liked how he's, you know, playing with Thor while while he's at his house. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um and and I also uh really love that part where you know he's just calmly talking them to them and then Loki says he's been following for the been past following 30 minutes. For 30 minutes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know he tries to get aggressive with him so then you know he just sends him to Norway, yeah, well, I think it is. Yo, yeah, well, <laughs> clearly, yeah, Norway, Norse gods. It makes sense. It's it's a nice little wrap up. But like, um, what's what's the line? He's like, "What are you, some kind of sorcerer or something?" And he's like, "Yeah," and he just shoves him through the portal or something. <laughs> like, you're gonna be sorry. And then, boom, they're they're in Norway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. Um, so of course that brings us to Odin. Um, yeah. who I feel as a character has in in this form as Anthony Hopkins, who is a fantastic actor, but. The character, as written, has never worked. Yeah. And they've tried so hard to make Odin some sort of character we should look up to. And, like, <laughs> he's always come off as an asshole, frankly, um, especially <laughs> especially in Thor The Dark World where he's like, yeah. they're, they're, they're cattle. They're goats. Just whatever. You know, I don't care about Jane. And, like, yeah. it just – it was just awful. And, like, so – but they've tried to – you know, Thor somehow still looks up to him and it's great. And so – they're trying to have their cake and eat it. Like this is probably I think my biggest complaint about this film is they're trying to have their cake and eat it too. Like they've got Odin being this wonderful character that Thor looks up to and he's the inspiration for Thor and he's even the one that tells Thor 
that makes Thor realize you have power with or without the hammer, right? You, what, what are you, the god of hammers? Yeah. And, and so they have this thing that Odin does, and and we're supposed to look up to him, but but yet we see time and time again how he's a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> and like how even in this film, Hela has a point. She's like, oh, he just sort of glosses over all the evil stuff he's done, yeah. you know? And like, which is it? You can't have it both ways. Like that's my biggest complaint really with this film. I, I actually, you know, I, I think that, what this film actually does uh, to kind of maybe do a counterpoint to that is this film cleans up characters that aren't necessary. You mm. know what I mean? Well, and sure. And, I mean, we're not going to see him. Yeah. Again. And I, I think, I think they're, they're doing that with Odin because we, we don't really need him. I mean, uh, no. mo- most of the movie was without him and I, I've got to say that it's better for it. That is yep. not to say Anything about Anthony Hopkins because I I adore him, but no, no, Odin, it's all writing. Odin needed to go. Um, yeah. They also did that with the Warriors Three. Uh, you know, Hogan, Volstagg, <sighs> and Fandral oh, all died in the first. I mean, what fifteen I, minutes of this film? Yeah, and I hate the way they did it. Like, I, I agree <laughs> that it would have been, it yeah. would have been. It's 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 good. Like, they needed to go. They were fluff, and right. and it just wasn't working. But we do. We, I especially loved. You know, um, I can't think of her name off the top of my head for some reason. Um, but but I, I mean, I love the Warriors three, and I th- I felt like they were just sort of like, eh, bye. Yeah. And like, no, I needed a little more, and I needed Thor <laughs> to have like, and I needed Thor to have a reaction when he heard they died. Right. But he sort of didn't. Yeah. And that, that that's my second complaint with this film, really. Okay. Well, darn it, I've walked into another one here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but no, I mean, I agree with you that Odin and the Warriors Three needed cleaning up, and yeah. I'm glad that they were cleaned up. I just I felt like they could have been given a little more respect. Not not Odin, but the Warriors Three. Yeah, I thought so too. Just because they they died quite so suddenly, and 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 really, I didn't feel that they put up much of a fight. Um, yeah. So I I would have I, I again I don't think I think that they should have died. Uh, I think it was a good decision to have them die, but I, I do agree well, with certainly you. Certainly up the stakes. Yeah, yeah I, I do agree with you. They could have they could have killed him off in a in a more dignified way, maybe. Um, yeah, or at least get, yeah. just given. It didn't even have to be quote unquote dignified for the characters, but it needs to be acknowledged, and it just really kind of wasn't. Yeah, it just was like, hi, we're the Warriors Three. Crunch. Bye. Right. That being said, <laughs> uh, Hella is an oh man excellent villain, and and I've got to say she. She's she's right below my favorite villain of the MCU so far. My favorite villain of the MCU so far is the Vulture. Um, so I, I would have really? to put yeah, I would have to put Helen in in second place. I'm gonna go with Loki, then Hela, then Vulture. How how is Loki your first? Because he's amazing. No, you see, I, well, I, <laughs> I don't agree with villain. that. Okay, well, anyway, so um. I, you know, I, Kate Blanchett, I've never, I, I've seen her in some bad movies. I have never seen her be bad in those movies. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She is a, a first rate, first class actor. Like she is just amazing. And just the way she delivers lines in this film, it just like I, I wrote down, uh, we don't actually get that much of Hela, which is our loss. But when she is on screen, man, can she act? And man, is that character well written too? Yeah. And it, it, it's like, you know, when she says uh, she just gets through explaining who she is. She's the daughter. The, she's the god of death and blah, blah. And I'm going to and then one of the Warriors three says, whoever you are, I'm going to if you don't leave now, we will show you no mercy. And she goes, did you not just hear me? <laughs> you know, like it was just oh, she's just so great and well written. It was so refreshing. It was so amazing. 
yeah, I just I I don't know what else to say. It's just she's just amazing. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I think I think she was really well done. I love that they op- left it open for her to come back at at some time in the future. Oh yeah, I, she's I, not gone. Yeah, I w- I would love to see her again. Um, and and I've got to agree. You know, I've seen I've seen Kate Blanchett in a lot of different movies. Uh, some some films not all that great. Uh, other other films. Indiana Jones. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. That's the one I was thinking about. Um, yep. But but she was great in it. I lo- I'll watch that film yeah. again just to see her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and and that's the thing. I I feel like there are some actors that uh, really it doesn't matter what the caliber of film they're in, they still deliver an you know spectacular performance. And I, I really do think that that's the case with Kate Blanchett. She she's she's great in this movie. She's great as a villain. And I think. One of one of my one of my gripes, I would say, with with a lot of superhero movies is that the conflict feels too big. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, whereas this conflict is as easy as like it's a family thing. Like, you know, the, the conflict oh, yeah. all stems from, you know, a family rift. And I, I think that that is also very well done. Well, and refreshingly, Earth is never in jeopardy. Right. At least not in this film. And that, and that, <laughs> and, really, and they to didn't me destroy the Enterprise. We... So you should be happy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I need a second here. <laughs> yes. No, they didn't destroy the Enterprise. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so sick of them destroying the Enterprise. Wait, what podcast is this? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I completely agree. The stakes were high for Asgard and Asgardians yeah. and for Thor, but they weren't high for us and our, you know, to, to, to uh, for lack of a better term, for our people, for our kind, you yeah. know, for humans. It was like, oh, Thor's off doing his thing and I hope he wins. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that that was really refreshing. It wasn't like, oh, as much as I enjoyed Guardians 2, it wasn't like, oh, well, I think Earth's going to be destroyed. What are we going to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't that at all. And that was refreshing. I mean, it, you know, it, it does have repercussions, I mean, down the line later perhaps. It, but, you know, it, it was good as it was. Um, speaking of great actors, actresses um, and, and whatever um, – can we please have a Valkyrie movie now? <laughs> how, how many more kick-ass, yeah. wonderful actors and kick-ass, wonderful characters that are female do we need before Marvel gives us at least one of them yeah. as a standalone film? Like, how many more? Yeah. What's it going to take, Tim? I, I have no idea. I, w- I would really I, – I would love to see a Black Widow standalone movie, and I think – That's after, the one we need. After this, after this movie, I, I really enjoyed Valkyrie. Um, I don't. Amazing. I don't know if you saw this picture circulating that that had all of them in one picture. Uh, did you see that? Mm-mm. No, it, it, like Captain Marvel is in it, Black Widow is in it, oh, Valkyrie oh, I is in it. Yeah, I did. You know, did Gamora see is that. in it. Yeah. Like, I would yep, love yep, yep. to see a film with all of them, just just them. Uh, I think that would be amazing. But um, you know, going going back to Valkyrie, I think uh, her character arc is very well done. I, I like oh, yeah. I like kind of the transition from you know drunk. <laughs> um, oh, her uh, her scavenger. opening scene is her opening scene is incredible. Yeah, uh, to you know fighting for what is right. Um, the, that scene where they're all like in uniform descending on Hella in these you know on these horses with wings was just amazing at the theater. Like it was. 
it was so majestic. Is that is that a word that I can use there? No, you're right. I think I mean, that's it, the best word to looked, describe it. It looked amazing. I loved, I, I loved the composition of that shot. Yeah, I agree. I, I, yeah, it was amazing. Um, and, and everything about her character and her arc was incredibly well written. And you know, Tessa Thompson just just killed it in this role. Yeah. Um, and she, boy, she was able to again. In, in a different way from Chris Hemsworth, but in the, you know, in the same vein, take that humor and turn it into character development, which I haven't really talked about much with Thor yet. But he, they, that humor kind of works into the character development, right? Because mm-hmm. with her, the humor is a shield. Like she's she's shielding herself from from this hurt that she feels, right? Yeah. And with, with, with Thor, it's more of an indication of growing up. But, but that, that's something that, again, indicates to me such great writing – and, and great acting. Like, it's just all around. There's just so many things about this film that, that scream, you know, this is a great film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I also am intrigued to see um, what becomes of the, like, the friendship that she has with Bruce Banner, Hulk. Uh, because yeah. that, that was also kind of a thing. Um, she, she had this, like, surprised look when he turned, you know, when he turns back uh in into the hulk on mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. on the bifrost so i i think you know that that's that's interesting i i, I look forward to seeing what they're going to do with that yeah do you think she's the new love interest for bruce banner because we never you know, obviously in the hulk film yeah. different actors and like we never got uh what's her name back to be live tyler uh, live tyler yeah. back to be the general's daughter and all that stuff I, like i'm assuming she's just completely out of the picture at this point so do we are you thinking that she would be a love interest for bruce banner or? i don't know because they kind of they kind of had a thing with um, uh, Black Widow, yeah, in, in Avengers two. Yeah, I I was I was still looking forward to seeing that. Same. Um, and I think I think we're gonna see we're gonna see a moment in Avengers Infinity War, um, with Black Widow and and Hulk. I think we'll see that. Okay. Uh, but I I don't know I don't know if that's gonna happen with Valkyrie. Speaking of which, the sun's getting real low. Sun's getting low. Sun's getting real low. <laughs> yeah. Again, so well played. Yeah. And 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 something I think that also Marvel does so well is is that's a that's a reference to a previous film. It doesn't ruin it for you if you don't quite understand what that yeah. means, but no. it enriches your experience as a moviegoer if you do. And and I yes. think that that again, it's it's excellent world building in my opinion. Um, but but getting getting to the Hulk, uh, to me, this is my favorite favorite iteration of the Hulk. I I love the Hulk. I was always a fan of him as a kid. Um, I I love reading comic books about him. Uh, I've I've read some of uh you know World War Hulk. I think it's called or or um shoot, I, I can't remember. What, oh, Planet, Planet Hulk? Hulk. There we go. Um, and and I, I, I've, I've always loved Hulk. So I, I was really excited to see what they were going to do with him in this film. And I think that they nailed him. And I, I also think that the way that they are um, progressing his character, the way that they're, you know, uh, they're, they're developing his character is is so refreshing to see. One of the things that I commented in in the last episode was the fact that I I'd kind of grown irritated at the fact that they kept like manipulating Hulk's mind. And that's what ended up happening in every movie. And mm-hmm. that's why he would yep. Hulk out. And then, you know, he would do something that then he regrets. Um, this film didn't really have any of that. Didn't have, didn't have any moments where I think 
you had to feel bad because Hulk was Hulk. You know what I mean? Um, yep. it, it was it was exciting to see Bruce Banner be Hulk. And um, and I think also I love moments where uh, Bruce Banner decides to be the Hulk. And that's one of the things that I remember about from the comics, you know, the most is Bruce Banner is never 100% comfortable, let's say, with being the Hulk. But he understands that he does it because of the greater good. And right. I think Thor Ragnarok really drives that point home where he does it because he sees people in need and he wants to he wants to do the right thing. And I I, I think, again, that's to me, it's a very refreshing take. Um, I think that this is who the Hulk should be. Thor Ragnarok does that. Uh, agreed. I, I just don't I don't have anything to add to that except that uh, Hulk like fire and Thor like water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny uh, to me. Hulk like uh, raging, raging fire. fire. Yeah. <laughs> Thor like smoldering fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and this is this is the best Hulk film we've we've had. Oh snap. <laughs> yeah. I, I've I've got to agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was interesting from reading Wikipedia <laughs> was um that uh it says that with like the level of Hulk speech, it it was a big deal because it meant that then they would, you know, they would have to do something with him talking in future films, right? Mm-hmm. Um and and I think I think that's exciting because that means that we're going to see more Hulk that is in control that can talk, um, and and I'm looking forward to that because again I, I really do think that Thor Ragnarok nails Hulk, but not only that I think that you know I feel like Mark Ruffalo has been waiting for a film like this to give Hulk his due. You know what I mean? Because yes, I think Mark yes. Ruffalo as the Hulk is the best version of the Hulk. I mean Eric Bana terrible. Oh yeah, you know um, what's this guy? Uh, David Norton? Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. I, I thought was okay. You know, yep. M- maybe yep. maybe a little bit on this side of mediocre. So it was you know it wasn't terrible, but it, it wasn't great. But Mark Ruffalo, I feel like, has been waiting for a moment to really do something fun with Hulk, and I think he got it here. And and I'm looking forward to then them carrying this through uh, other films. Uh, completely agree. Uh, I still continue to believe that we can have a great Hulk film with Mark Ruffalo at the helm. Yes. Um, and I, I was one of Stupid those. Stupid Paramount. Was, <laughs> I was really, I was one of those that was really angry when they recast um, Edward Norton into Mark Ruffalo. And even after the Avengers, I'm like, okay, I get it. Mark Ruffalo is great. But like, <laughs> you know, 2009 film is supposed to be in the continuity and it just completely like yeah. feels different. And it's a completely different portrayal. But after the after this film, I'm definitely in the okay. We, let's just pretend Edward Norton never existed. <laughs> I don't think yeah. he could have done anything like this. No, yeah, I I don't think so either. And I I and I like Edward Norton. Like you know, he's been in some great films. But I just I think it, in retrospect, he's becoming more and more have, the wrong person to have been cast. Yeah, and certainly his whole thing with oh, I did that once and now I'm done like that. Like, hey, what was Marvel thinking? Not securing that contract and be yes. you know like what what what. Why did he want to come be a part of the MCU and then leave? Yeah, it? Like, I, oh, I, I don't. So I don't. I really don't think that they had had you know uh, the the experience yet. You know to yeah, to, to yeah. do that. But one 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 other thing. Okay, and this will be my last Hulk remark because I know I've talked on and on about him. But 
Well, he's your favorite character. One one of the things that I think Mark Ruffalo does exceptionally well, which I don't know if Edward Norton would have been able to land, is again the humor, because mm-hmm. Mark Ruffalo does an excellent job at doing at, at being comedic. Um, oh, and yeah. His comedic yeah. timing is really good. Uh, one of the scenes that I remember is you know where Thor is telling him that um, you know we battled and 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 I won and. Uh, like, that doesn't sound yeah, right. Yeah, and he's like, oh, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> you know, and I, I think that's so funny. I also, um, I, I I love how they kind of did the 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 whole walking through Sakaar and he's seeing all of these, this Hulk imagery everywhere. And, and, um, and I think Thor asks him like, you know, you know, why, why are you freaking out? And he's like, maybe it's because uh, I've been, I've been the raging green monster for two years. And, you know, you see his veins starting to get green. Yes, um, yeah. Sun's getting real low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so many moments like that, that I think he, he just, he did a really good job. So. Yes. Fantastic. Well, I think the bottom line, the takeaway is that this film is highly recommended. Yeah. Where, where, where would you rank this in all of the Marvel films? Oh, have you thought about that? that? No, have you given any thought to that? No, I, I haven't. And, and that's such a difficult thing to do. I, I would have to I like know. document it and everything. I know. It's a process. I, I Yeah, <laughs> I, I need – I'm so behind on documenting that process that I this could be wrong. But I think Avengers is probably still my favorite. But this may be maybe my second or third favorite. It's wow. really that good. It's really good. Um, I know this for is a really sure good film. it's my favorite Thor film. I know that oh, for a fact. Without question. Yeah. <laughs> and and we can certainly say it's better than Iron Man 2. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, I, I have differing thoughts on that one. I, I, oh, I kind of no, liked no, no, Iron no. Man 2. No. Oh, Tim. Okay, I'm sorry. We can't be friends anymore. I, I was it's upset. Been, it's been knowing you. <laughs> I was upset when they took away the directing role from John Favreau. I was upset. I, but I thought that was more of a mutual. I didn't think they took it away from John so much as John's like, yeah, let's get an alternate take because he was still in the movie and everything. Like, yeah, and he yeah. was still executive producer. Yeah, I don't know. It might have been anyway. mutual, but you know, they could have. They, I don't know. I I liked him directing the films, and I I felt like more more than anything, his musical input into it I think was really good. You know, the fact that they used ACDC for Iron Man in Iron Man mm. 1 and 2 sure, I thought sure. was really well done. And then Iron Man 3 came around and they started using a score for Iron Man. I was like it, it doesn't I, feel like the same character anymore. I love that score though. Oh no. I love that score. No, okay. No. All right. Enough of that. <laughs> Thor Ragnarok is a fantastic film. It's still in theaters and you should go see it before Star Wars comes out. Tim, we have to talk about Star Wars. We will talk about Star Wars. We will talk about Star Wars. It is, there is no question. Our destiny. Yes, you might say. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tim. Well, where can people uh, keep talking to you about Thor Ragnarok? Where can they do that? You can find me as Smith Timmy Tim on Twitter, and you know you'll find all my other contact info there. Cool. I am TJ Draper Pro on Twitter. Reach out. Tell us what you did or didn't like about Thor Ragnarok. That'll be great. It is good to be podcasting again. I don't know how long we can keep this up. My schedule's been crazy, and I know you're you're probably you've got crazy stuff going on. We're, we're all we're all busy, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. But we're gonna I'm, I am going to make an effort to get a few podcasts out a month uh, on this on this crazy oh, retake podcast. That's so, awesome. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm excited about that. Cool. Well, um, I, I make no promises, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an effort. <laughs> so good to talk to you, Tim. It's been really great to talk to you about Thor Ragnarok, and I'm looking forward to talking to you about Star Wars. And so we'll talk soon. All right.
we're the same, you and I. Just a couple of hot-headed fools. Yeah, same. Hulk like fire, mm. Thor like water. Oh, kind of both like fire. But Hulk like raging fire, Thor like smoldering fire. <laughs>